KMTT, new week. Today's Monday, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah, and today's shir, as every Monday in this semester, Hilchot Tefillah by Harav Ya'ir Khan. In today's year, we're going to talk about the uh, myth of Kriyashma. Uh, the time for Kriyashma is B'Shach of Kumecha, when you go to sleep and when you wake up. B'Shach uh, according to Chazal, includes the entire night of Kumecha, when you wake up, the first three hours of the day. Uh, we read Kriyashma B'Shach of Kumecha. The Rambam counts the myth of Kriyashma as one mitzvah. In Sefer Mitzvahs, Mitzvah Saseh Yud, the Rambam writes, V'ha-mitzvah ha-asirit, so the Rabbim counts saying Kriyashma both at night and in the morning as being one mitzvah, it's included under one mitzvah of the mitzvah to say Kriyashma. The Ramban in the Sefer Mitzvahs uh, is not masig on this mitzvah Sasayud, but if one looks at the end, of the Sefer Mitzos, when he enumerates the uh, Mitzos that the uh, that the Raman forgot, so he goes and he more or less sums up, you know, taking away all the Mitzos that I think the Raman shouldn't have put in, adding all the Mitzos that I think the Raman should have put in. How does he get to his six hundred and thirteen? So over there he writes, If you take a look at everything that we said, we took away these Mitzot. 26 mitzvot. And I enumerated 16 mitzvot, which the Rambam forgot. Okay, so he's left with, he's missing 10. So then he adds some other mitzvot, which he didn't mention in the other sections of the Sefer mitzvot. And he says, You you know, so to add at least, it goes to all the ones that, you know, to, to make up that gap of ten. So he says, first of all, the Shnei Tmidim, the Rabbim counts as one mitzvah. I count it as two. The uh, Mitzvah Torres, Boker Ve'erev, the Rabbim counts as one mitzvah. I count as two. And the Mitzvah Kriyashma, the Rabbim counts as one mitzvah, like we just saw in Mitzvah Sasayud, I count it as two. And the Ramban goes ahead and explains, Shehein mitzvot enan ma'akvot zo because we have two independent mitzvahs. One is not dependent upon the other. If one would read Kriyashma only in the morning and not at night, he would be Yotze, the mitzvah of Kriyashma in the morning. And he wasn't Yotze, the mitzvah of Kriyashma at night. So in other words, you have two different independent mitzvahs. And one is not dependent on the other. And it's not at the same time frame. So therefore, basically, according to the Ramban, you have two separate mitzvahs. One mitzvah to say Kriyashma in the morning, and the other mitzvah to say Kriyashma at night. But really, it's not the same mitzvah. Okay, it's very, very possible that the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban is how to enumerate, you know, these, you know, this type of a situation, like by the Tamid and by the Ketores and Kriyashma, where you have a mitzvah to say it in the morning and at night. And um, do you count that as one mitzvah? Or do you count that as two mitzvahs? You know, it might be a question of of, of uh, minyan mitzvahs. How do you count up mitzvahs? And to what extent do you specify or don't you specify? And uh, basically, one should look at all these, you know, three different missiles as basically one, one particular category, where you have missiles which are which are mechuyv to do, both in the morning and as well at night. And uh, and the Ramban counts it as two, while the Rambam 
counts it as only one. So that's certainly one possibility, and that might be the the simple explanation for the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban, because the Ramban really does lump all these three things together. What I want to do is try to suggest a different possibility, uh, which I'm going to describe regarding Kriyashma, but one could certainly take this idea and apply it perhaps to Menorah and to uh, and to Ketoros as well, or the, to, to meet the to meet and, and the Ketoros as well. Uh, and um, but basically, to talk about maybe the, there might be a, actually a difference between saying Kriyashma at night versus saying Kriyashma in the morning. Is it one message? You say the exact same things, exact same Maisem Mitzvahs, the exact same type of experience in Avodos Hashem, the exact state, is it the same statement that simply one has to make at two separate times in the day, in morning and night? Or perhaps when the statement is made in the morning, it's one statement, and when the same words are recited at night, it might be a different statement. It might say something else. It might have a different meaning. Okay, uh, that's what that's the idea that I would like to try to develop. What might the difference be between morning and night? But before we go to the sheet of the Ramban, that might suggest the difference between morning and night, uh, let's discuss the sheet of the Rambam. According to the Rambam, I would say that basically it's the exact same myth that one does twice a day. Morning and night basically is the idea of pa'amayim b'chol yom tamid. For instance, there's um, Gemara in Chagigat Afchavav that talks about being tovel different klei hamishkan. Um, right, they, they would be told well, they came in the Mikdash, but they would say, Be careful. Don't touch the Shulchan, because the Shulchan, you don't want it to become tummy, because you don't want to be forced to be tovel it. Uh, so the Gwar says, There's a Bryce that says, Not only be careful not to touch the Shulchan, be careful not to touch the Menorah either. So why did the Mishnah only mention the Shulchan and not the Menorah? So the Gemara says, "V'tani didan my tamid lo tani Menorah," and it answers, "Shulchan ktiv be tamid, Menorah looks a be tamid." Regarding the Shulchan, it says in the Torah, "Tamid is lechem panim lefanai tamid." Regarding the Shulchan, it mentions tamid, and therefore we don't want the Shulchan to be out of service even for a short period of time. So be careful not to touch the Shulchan, not to tamid the Shulchan, because it has to be tamid. Since the menorah is placed opposite the shulchan, therefore we look at it as one unit, and the tamid that applies to the shulchan applies to the menorah as well. Okay? Rashi asks the question, what do you mean it doesn't say tamid regarding, regarding the menorah? You know, it's, it, it's, it's referred to as the Ner Tamid, which should be Madhika, Ner Tamid. So the term Tamid is used by the Menorah as well. So Rashi says, Menorah lo ksiv batamid, kolomar, temidim ha'amurim b'menorah lo tamid yomam v'layla kamar. The Tamid that it does mention, you're right, it says Tamid by the Menorah, but there it's not referring to Tamid yom v'layla. Ela Tamid milayla l'layla. Ketamid ha'amur ba'olas Tamid. Uvechavise kolayin gadol. And we also call it the Olas ha'tamid, but the Olas HaTamid is not consistently being Nikrav. You're a mark of the Olas HaTamid once in the morning and once in the evening. You would light the menorah at night, and in the day it wouldn't be lit. And basically, you see, according to, right, 
You light it at night, and it's lit till the morning. Since it has to only be lit from morning, from night, from the evening to the morning, therefore, when it's uh, when, when it's extinguished in the morning, you can be told that in the mikvah. The tamid that it mentions by the shulchan is a is a is a constant. So basically, what you have here is two different explanations of the term tamid. Tamid can be constant and tamid can be consistent. The, the, the tamid that's mentioned by the shulchan is constant. The lechem panim lefanai tamid, it's always there. You never take it off. When you switch the lechem panim on Shabbos from the last weeks to the new weeks, basically, as you're taking off the lechem panim, you're putting on the new lechem panim. There should always be lechem panim lefanai tamid. It should always be there constantly. There shouldn't be a second when there's no lechem panim on the shulchan. On the other hand, the tamid that's mentioned by the menorah, or the tamid that we refer to when we call the the carbon tamid a tamid, is referring to a consistency. Pamayim b'chol yom tamid. You don't do it all the time, not constantly, but consistently. Twice a day, or 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 twice a day, you bring a carbon tamid. Every evening, without fail, you light the menorah. And therefore, it's called the Ner Tamid, because it's consistent. Every evening you will light the Ner Tamid. The Olas HaTamid, the, the, the Karban HaTamid, every day, morning and evening, you're Makri the Karban HaTamid. But you don't constantly bring a Karban HaTamid. You do it at intervals, morning and evening. You don't constantly have the Menorah lit. You do it at, at intervals. So that's, that's basically uh, how Rashi interprets the Gemara and Chagiga, that there are two different types of, uh, of Tamid uh, in the Torah. So it's very, very possible to say the idea of B'Shach B'chav Kumecha is basically the idea of Tamid, Pamayim B'chal Yom Tamid. We should basically be Mekabal Ol Melchushamayim constantly. Every second, every waking second of our lives, we should be saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lokein Hashem But we're human beings, and that's impossible. And therefore, to show that you know, we we constantly are worshiping Hadish Baruch Hu, we express our Kabbalah consistently. Every morning, morning and evening, we say Kriyashva And basically by framing our day and saying and saying uh, and saying Yom Tamid, we're basically saying that we always are Makabal Omakshamaim we're always in a state of Dalaf However, you know, because of human frailties, we can't spend our whole day saying Shema Yisrael, and therefore we do it twice a day, Pamayim B'chol Yom. But that consistency of Pamayim B'chol Yom is to express this idea of Tamid, that the consistent Tamid also reflects basically a constant Tamid. So basically, according to this approach, you're saying the exact same Kriya Shema morning and evening, and by saying it Pamayim B'chol Yom, you're showing how it's something which is really a, a, a constant. Okay, similarly, for instance, uh, some claim that the mitzvah of Zechiras, Yitzhiyas, Nitzrayim, which we were chayiv to do twice a day, is uh, basically part of the general mitzvah, or part of the specific mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas, Nitzrayim. But Sipur Yitzhiyas, Nitzrayim, we go into detail. You know, once a year, Lela Seder will go into detail and tell the entire story. But by being zochi at Siyas Mitzrayim, at least minimally, twice a day, we show that those ideas are 
you know, constantly or consistently are, are on our mind, and therefore we always are zochi etzias mitzrayim. But to go through the entire story in a in a, in a more uh, lengthy manner, lengthy fashion, uh, you know, every day, twice a day, that's something which is impossible. And therefore, we single out, you know, the Lela seder to really go through the entire story in, in all its in all its minute detail. But the idea is that we're zochi in a minimal way to show that these ideas are constantly on our mind. So that would certainly be one way of explaining kumecha. But if so, there's really no basic difference between b'shachbukha and kumecha. It's basically the the same bits of kriyashma that one should do yom tamid. And therefore, to um, the, for the Rambam to say that he counts it as one mitzvah would be certainly. Uh, a legitimate statement. However, it's possible to claim that, as I mentioned before, that there's really a difference between reciting Kriyashma at night and reciting Kriyashma in the morning, and this has a number of different expressions. Uh, first of all, there's a Gwan in Brachos, on Dafyid Beis Menalef. Amar Saba Rav. Amar Shachris, Muna Arvis, Lo Right? It says, and therefore, in the morning, uh, we, we, we mentioned the Chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Emes Yatsiv. However, at night, and therefore, at night, we say Emes Ve'emunah. Now, if you recall, I uh, gave a shir on the Birchos Kriyashma, reflecting the content of Kriyashma itself. So, when the Gemari here talks about the difference in the Birchos Kriyashma, between morning and night, one is Emes Vayatsev, one is Emes Vamuna, one is reflected by Lahagda Vaboke Chastecha, and the other Vamunas Chabalevos, that might impact upon how we understand Kriyashma as well. That Kriyashma in the morning is characterized by Lahagda Vaboke Chastecha, Emes Vayatsev, while Kriyashma at night, we're saying the same thing, we're, we're mentioning the Bracha of Geula, but it's because we have Emuna regarding the Geula, not because it's something that we're experiencing now. So basically, it's possible to claim that the morning, which always in Yadu symbolizes when everything is clear, when, when Klai Yisrael is marching in the right direction, at that point we say, everything is, is wonderful, the sun is shining, and the Emes On the other hand, at night... Night is always symbolizes uncertainty, darkness, when we don't know how we're going to get through the night to the next morning. Night is characterized by the same recital of Kriyashma, but not as Lahagra Bokar Chastecha, but rather as Ve'munascha Ba'alelos, that we have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu that will bring us through the night and we'll eventually reach the morning. But nevertheless, at the moment we're saying Kriyashma, uh, and when we makaba Omach Shamayim, not out of not out of a sense of triumph and, and being optimistic, but rather with the darkness and being surrounded by and shrouded by by, by uncertainty and, and darkness. This idea um, is also might be expressed in an interesting machlokus that you find in the Kolbos, brought down the Shulchan Aruch as well. Uh, the Kabbalah writes, "Kriyashma shel shachris yesh omim she'ena tashlumin." If you didn't say Kriyashma in the morning, you don't have any tashlumin. You can't. You don't say Kriyashma twice at night, right? If you forget shachris, you could say mincha twice. If you forget mincha, you could say marv twice. If you forget Kriyashma in the morning, you can't say 
uh, Kriyashma at night twice. Why? You would say, because we're talking about Kriyashma, we're not talking about Tefillah. Tashlun might apply to Tefillah, not to Kriyashma. That's not what Kobol says. He says, Shachris lomi tachsiseit shal arvis, arvis lomi tachsiseit de shachris, v'chein das palashlama. Because Shachris and Arvis, Kriyashma in the morning and night, they're two different entities. For Rabbeinu Chaim Zal Kasav de Kriyashma, Shavlin in Tefillah, Afopisha eno, eno mabbeachad. And Rabbeinu Chaim Kohen, the city of Rabbeinu Chaim Kohen, there is Tashlumin. So even though regarding the Brachos, there are different Brachos, nevertheless, one can say, one can do Tashlumin for Kriyashma. So according to Rabbeinu Chaim Basically, the basic mitzvah of Kriyashma, despite the difference regarding the brachos, the basic mitzvah is the same. So if you didn't do it in the morning, you could do it twice at night. But according to the first opinion, apparently there's a basic difference between Kriyashma in the morning and Kriyashma at night, and that would uh, impede any possibility of Tashlubi. Um The difference between morning and night might also find expression in the famous machlokas between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. The Mishnah says, the Mishnah of Yudim invades in Brachos, Beis Shammai omrim be'erev kaladam yatev yikra. At night, when you say Kriyashma at night, so you say Kriyashma when you're lying down. It should be Uvishach Bacha. Uvishach tells you, tells you what kind of posture you should have when you're saying Kriyashma. Ubaboke yamod. However, when you say Kriyashma in the morning, you should be standing up. Shenemar uvishach Bacha uvkumecha. You read Kriyashma in any derech that you want. There's no specific requirement at night of lying down in the morning of getting up. What does kumecha mean? It doesn't tell you what kind of posture you should have, but rather tells you the time frame of Kriyashma, but it says nothing about the posture. Now, according to the Beishamai, that at night you say Kriyash when you're lying down, in the morning when you're standing up, it could be the posture is also reflective of the, of the fact that the content of Kriyashma is different at night as opposed to the day. Uh, there might be an additional expression of, uh, of this shita. Uh, there's a machlokas between uh, Rabbi Shob and Levi and Rabbi Yochan, which we discussed when we gave this shita on Smichas Geula According to Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara in Daftalim Beis, Rabbi Yochanan holds that um, that basically you're Somech Gula at night and you're Somech Gula in the morning. So you say Kriyashma, Bechos Kriyashma, and then Tefillah in the morning. And so to at night you say Kriyashma, Bechos Kriyashma, and then Tefillah at night as well. However, Rabbi Shubin Levi argues and says, Tefillos Be'emtza Tiknum. That you say Kriyashma in the morning, you say Shachris, that's followed by Mincha, that's followed by Marv, you get back home, you say, Kriyashma shal Arvis. So, according to Yeshua ben Levi, um, the Kriyashma that we say at night, when we're about to go to sleep, that, that's the basic bits of Kriyashma. Uh, how do I know? Because uh, when it's, the Gemara says, how, where did Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi come up with this idea? So it says, Shnei mikra echa darshu. They both touch in the exact same pasuk. Tehsiv b'shach b'cha uvkumecha. Rabbi Yochanan Savar Makesh Chiva Lakima. Shiva has to be like Kima. They have to be similar. It says Bishakov Kumacha, therefore they have to be similar. Makima Kriyashma Vachar Kachtfila. Af Shivanami Kriyashma Vachachtfila. Just like by in the morning you say Kriyashma and only afterwards is it followed by Tfila. So too 
one should do at night. Rabbi Shubin Levi Sarah, no. Makesh Chivel Akima, of course you have a hekesh between Shiva and Kima, but it's different. Makima Kriyashma Samachimitasa, when you get up, you say Kriyashma next to your bed. Af Shiva Nami Kriyashma Samachimitasa. So too, when you go to sleep, the Kriyashma should be Samachimitasa. In other words, he's not saying that you simply invert the order, you say Kriyashma in Shul, and you, after Davin Marv, so you say Kriyashma Uberchosea, but rather the Kriyashma should be Samachimitasa. Rabbi Shubin Levi is very, very similar. In, in conceptually to Beishamai, that you say Kriyashma when you're lying down. In other words, you say Kriyashma as you're about to go to sleep. You know, when we say Kriyashma Alamita, and we say, if those that say Hamapil, so basically it's a tefillah of before you go to sleep and you don't know, you know, you're being mafkid, you're, you're nefesh, so basically Kriyashma is said in, you know, with, with that tone of, of, you know, I'm going to sleep. You know, people don't know if they're going to wake up in the morning necessarily. I'm saying trusting in Emuna that I will be able to wake wake up in the morning. Uh, that's the idea, certainly, that we find later on um, in that same Gemara. Amr Ebshum and Levi Afo Pisha Kara Adam Kriyashma Beisakneses Mitzvah Lekroso Almitaso. You know, Rabbi Shimon Levi goes so far. As to say, despite the fact that you said Kriyashma and Shul, and according to him you say, you said Kriyashma after Tfila, there's a mitzvah to do, to, to say Kriyashma again at night. And Amar Rabbi Yossi, my Kra, Rigzu Val Techato, Imru Valchem Al Mishkavchem. Rashi says, Imru Masha Kasuv Al Levavcha, Al Mishkavchem, Shnema Bishachbecha. In other words, you should be saying Kriyashma. It's a key in Kriyashma. That Kriyashma would be said not only at night during that time frame, but Kriyashma would be said as you're about to go to sleep. That's what Yosho Levi is saying. Not simply that you should first be saying Tfila and then Kriyashma afterwards, but you should be saying Kriyashma Samachlamitaso. And therefore it's impossible, contrary to Levi, they say Kriyashma and afterwards Tfila. Because Kriyashma is what you do when you're about to go to sleep. And at that point, right after saying Kriyash, what's Alavavchem, Alavavecha? Afterwards, Vidomusela, and then you go to sleep. Amr of Nachman, in Tamil Chacham, who in Sarich, if you're Tamil Chacham, you don't have to say Kriyash Malamita. Amr Abayav Tamil Chacham, Baile, the Memachal Psuka, Biyadcha Afkiruchi. Tamil Chacham also shall at least say Biyadcha Afkiruchi. Basically, Rav Nachman's coming and argues on Rabbi Shulman Levi. And he says, it's not a kim of shachbukha of kumecha, it's not a kim of kriyashma, but it's a nice thing to do. You say kriyashma lamiti, you say amapil, you say biyad chav kiruchi. So Talmud Chacham doesn't have to say kriyashma, he should say some other pasuk. Fine. But according to Rabbi Yishom Levi, this is what kriyashma is. Kriyashma is to be said al mitaso. That's the basic kim of kriyashma, and that's why it says uvishachbukha. So according to Rabbi Yishom Levi, the difference between Kriyashma shal shachris and Kriyashma shal avis is, I think, comes to an acute expression in the fact that in the morning you say Kriyashma samachlamitasa more or less like the way we say moda'ani. And we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Makabal Omosrayim for the fact that we, we managed to wake up in the morning. So too, before you go to sleep, we say Kriyashma alamita and it's not mitin Kriyashma. Rabbi Shimon Levi says, no, that's the ikukim Kriyashma. And even if you said Kriyashma bismana, you, one sh- it's a mitzvah and it's a kium in Kriyashma to repeat the Kriyashma and to say Tzamech Lamitasa. And as I said, conceptually, this is very, very similar to what we find in uh, Beishamai, 
that in the morning you say Kriyashva when you stand up, and at night you say Kriyashva when you when you lie down. Okay, but we don't pass like Rabbi Shimon Levi. We pass like Rabbi Yochanan. And according to Rabbi Yochanan, you don't say Kriyashma uh, when you're about to go to sleep. <coughs> you say Kriyashma in Shul uh, before you say Tefillah. You say Kulol Tefillah at night. However, it could be that although it, this idea doesn't express itself in saying Kriyashma as you're about to go to sleep, but the idea of saying Kriyashma at night before Tefillah might express the, that same idea. The Gemara in Daftal of the days, when it discusses the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan, uh, asks, how can you possibly say that you're being somech geula uh, litfila at, uh, at night? After geula, the brach of Gal Yisrael, you say Ashkivenu. So Ashkivenu basically separates them as a hefzik between the geula and the tefila. So the Gemara says, Yomesiv ma'a bereid ravina, you say two brachas at night. You don't end with Gal Yisrael and then Tefillah. You say Hashkivenu. Since you're adding in the brach of Hashkivenu, you're not being so mechulah Since Chazal were attacking that at night, you say Hashkivenu. So that's basically considered a geula arichta. And when you finish Hashkivenu and immediately, or at least after Kaddish, you daven, so that's considered smichas gula because Hashkivenu is a gula arichta. The Gemara then brings an example of this idea. Dilo temahachi, if you don't accept this idea, this premise, shachris hechim matzisamech, how can you say you're samech gula l'tfila by shachris? V'am rabbi yochanan b'tchila omer Hashem s'fatai tiftach. Before we start davening, we say Hashem s'fatai tiftach. So we say Ga Yisrael, then we say Hashem Svatai Tiftach, and only then we start davening. So the Gemara says, Ela Hasam Kevin the Tikkun Rabbanu Meimar Hashem Svatai Tiftach Ketfil Arich Nadami. Once Hashem Svatai Tiftach became part, the Chazal were attacking that one should say it. So it's like a Tfila Arich Nadami. Hasam Nami came the Tikkun Rabbanu Meimar Hashkivenu Kegula Arich Nadami. So the same thing one can say regarding Hashkivenu. However, I, I think there's a bit of a problem over here. Why does the Gemara say that Hashem Svatai Tiftach is a Tfila Arich why didn't you say Hashkivenu was also a tefillah arichta? Hashkivenu basically is a tefillah that a Kaddish Baruch Hu should protect us. He should protect us from all kinds of tzaros. Shomer Amo Yisrael La'ad. So why don't we say that Hashkivenu was a tefillah arichta? If we're parallel, if we're going to parallel uh, Hashkivenu with Hashem Tzosai Tiftach, so say that Hashkivenu was a tefillah arichta. So you go from Gal Yisrael straight Hashkivenu and then to davening. So it's true. Hashkivenu, we don't have to stand up. But what does it mean that it's a geula arichta? The content is not geula. The content is shomer amar yisrael which would seem at first glance to be more of a, a tefillah than than a geula. So I think basically the whole idea of saying hashkivenu and the fact that the brachos birchos kriyashma, which as we said reflects the content of kriyashma. So so the question is, so why do you add a fourth bracha at night? Does that indicate something regarding a difference between the content of Kriyashma at night as opposed to the morning? That at night, the content of Kriyashma includes the idea of Hashkivenu as well? And if so, shouldn't there be a fourth part of Kriyashma perhaps? So the answer is that, yes, it, it does show a different aspect 
of Kriyashma, which exists at night and not in the morning. What's that aspect? It's not an independent aspect. But that idea of Ga'al Yisrael, which is the Yad Hashem, the Ashkach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through Jew- Jewish history, now, as we mentioned in one of the previous shurim, the idea of Ga'al Yisrael, Ge'ula, is that one has to be Kabbal Shemaim, not only because he created the world, Yotzer HaMoros, not only because of he gave us the Torah, the Gilu Shechina of Sinai, but also with Kabbal Shemaim, not, not only through, you know, through Shema, through, through Kabbalah's Omitzos, the, 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 uh, at Sinai, but also we have a Kabbalah almost Shemaim because of the Yad Hashem throughout Jewish history. Also, over there, we see the Yad Hashem, and also because of the Yad Hashem, are we a So, in the morning, this expresses itself in a much more positive view of the Yad Hashem in history. Of Gulas Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu redeemed us, saved us, and therefore, we're Mekabal Omar Shemayim. However, when we talk about the Yad Hashem in Jewish history, at times, the Jews have gone through very, very difficult times. At times, it would seem that Jewish history frowns on the Jew. During those times when we're not redeemed, does one stop being Mekabal Omar Shemayim? Or does one have to makabal on Shemayim whenever Yad Hashem expresses itself in Jewish history, even when sometimes we can't really see or understand the Yad Hashem, even when at times things appear as Hester Panim? The idea of Geula Richta is that even when we're about to enter upon the darkness of the night, even then we extend the idea of Yad Hashem in Jewish history or in personal history to include times when things seem not to be going well as well. To include times of uncertainty. To, to include times when the sun is not shining, but rather we're enveloped by darkness. To include times when all that we have is not emesviyatsiv, but rather emuna. All that we're left with is emuna. To include times when we just sit and we pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that He should protect us and take us through the night. That's also part of the Kabbalah's Oma Chushamayim of Ga'al Yisrael, of, of, of the Yad Hashem in Jewish history. And therefore, the Gemara considers Hashkivenu as being a Geul Arichta, because it's the same conceptual idea of Kabbalah's Oma Chushamayim based on Geul Yisrael, but it's relating to times which are characteristic more of night rather than the morning. This, of course, then would connect, perhaps, with what we suggested in one of the previous shurim, that tefillah at night is different than tefillah in the day. Tefillah in the day, we said, basically, it's an act of Avodah Hashem, of worship. But tefillah at night is characterized more by the idea of, the type of idea of, it's a tefillah stedava, it's, it's, a, it's a tefillah which, which is... Man prays because man needs help. It's more of a tefillah which is characterized by the idea of of tzara. Right? If you recall, we had two different ideas of tefillah. One tefillah, which is an act of worship, and another tefillah, which is tzara. And we suggested that the whole idea of tefillah's arvis rishus is that it's called shalosat tefillah, so rishus ain't tefillah, so keva ain't tefillah, so tachanunim. Tefillah's arvis is basically a tefillah which is not keva. It's not a tefillah which is only or basically one of worship, 
But the focus here shifts, and it's also the tefillah that one davens before going through the dark night. So the idea of smichas gula tefillah at night is a different smichas gula tefillah that one has in the morning. In the morning, the kriyashma is a kriyashma of yimakabal omach shabayim when everything is going well. While there's also another type of kriyashma, the kriyashma of Rabbi Akiva. Right? You have the kriyashma of, of Yaakov Avinu when he when he meets when he meets Yosef, and you also have the kriyashma of Rabbi Akiva when he's about to be put to death. So that's also a kriyashma. That's also a time when a Jew is makabel omach shavayim, and that kriyashma contains the characteristic of emes ve'amuna of hashkivenu, and then it leads on to tefilas arvis, which might have more of the tone of the focus upon Bakasha and tefillah be'es tzara than the tefillah in the morning has. So this might be a way that we want that we might explain the Ramban that considers Kriyashma as being two independent mitzvahs. One mitzvah, Kriyashma in the morning, Uv Kumecha. But there's another mitzvah, a separate mitzvah. It's the same words, but the experience is different, the Avodah Hashem is different, the the content might be different even though the words are the same. When one says Kriyashma at night, it's in a totally different context. And the context changes that type of the type of Avodah Hashem that goes along with the recital of Kriyashmah.